I guess this is it. This is the first episode of Kushti. I'm really excited to finally be recording this. I had some problems with recording before and it's just really nice to finally sit down and talk. And if you're wondering what Kushti podcast is all about, I'll do a little brief explanation. And if you're wondering who I am, my name is Erin and I'm known as Erin Louise on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I've got it all. Uh, I won't be offended if you don't want to follow, but I just thought I would plug that quickly. (laughs) But what is Kushti Podcast about, you're asking? If you haven't read the about section, then you have no idea. Well, basically, Kushti, to start off with, um, if you're wondering what Kushti means, because I know it's not clear to everyone, but to me, it means being comfortable, getting comfortable. So I ask you to get Kushti and relax and just listen to this podcast and just take some time out you know it's very stressful time at the moment and I think that this podcast might be helpful but the people I'm trying to reach out to the most are those struggling with mental illness uh something that I struggle with myself and I just want to help in any way I can by spreading some of the information and skills I've learned over the years in different types of therapies and yeah, I think there's something we can all take away from this podcast, whether you have a mental illness or not. I know that recording this podcast is going to be beneficial for myself and my own recovery. And yeah, I'm admitting that I'm doing a little bit of this for me. And that's okay. We can all do bits for ourselves. And by helping others, we can help ourselves. And yeah, basically... I hope you carry on listening and if this doesn't sound like your cup of tea, bye-bye, you can leave now. And if this does sound like your cup of tea, maybe you can make a cup of tea or a hot drink, you can join me with a coffee and just relax. And something that I used to do and still do is just concentrate on holding the hot drink and how it feels against your hands. It can be really grounding, the hot temperature on your hands can be comforting and just smelling the drink I know it sounds really silly but something as simple as that can really ground you if you're having trouble with dissociating or maybe you're just your thoughts are wandering and you want something to focus on so I urge you to make a hot drink and carry on listening to my soothing voice I'm trying to be soothing anyway I just want to put a disclaimer out there that I'm not a professional, I'm not a therapist, and all my opinions are based on my own experiences, and yeah, basically, I'm coming from the point of view of a service user and mentally ill representative. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you're having an alright day, as okay as you can be, as it is a very weird time at the moment with uh, COVID-19 out there. And being in lockdown as well and not being able to see our friends and family necessarily. Or maybe we're not got our normal routine uh, going to work. You know, we're all at home and it's all very different. And change is scary, especially when you have a mental illness, I find. I get very scared of change. And this is a change that no one is really prepared for. And that can cause a lot of anxiety, seeing people around you who usually have it together and have a facts of what is going on, you know, and know what to do about certain things. 
and this is all very open-ended, up-in-the-air kind of situation. No one really knows, as we haven't been in a pandemic like this for, what, 100 years, I think it is? So, yeah, if you're feeling stressed out, it's perfectly normal, and don't beat yourself up about it. And I know some people try and say to you, oh, but everyone's in the same boat, which is very important, but also not helpful for everyone. Um, You've got to remember that people struggle in different ways. And if you already have an illness, this can be extremely stressful. As, for example, I haven't been able to get my therapy that I was supposed to be getting, uh, that was supposed to start two weeks ago. And sadly... I can't see the therapist face to face and they can't, um, the charity I'm having therapy with can't facilitate phone or Skype sessions as it is trauma-based therapy. So yeah, I really feel for everyone. And I've also found out that I think some of the laws around sectioning and uh, the Mental Health Act have changed as well, which might impact quite a few people. Uh, especially going into inpatient units um a lot of people being discharged early um and yeah it's just a very stressful time if there's anything you'd like me to talk about regarding COVID-19 you know like how to cope um I will happily dedicate a whole episode to just talking about coronavirus but I know that a lot of people don't want to be listening about coronavirus anymore um we've had enough it's all over the news so I I think for now for this podcast episode I'm going to skip on and just acknowledge it and let it go by you know not get stuck on the thought um which is actually linking into what I wanted to talk about which was mindfulness now I can feel a lot of people uh eyes rolling in the back of their head when they hear mindfulness especially if you've been in therapy yourself um, as a young person and you're thinking, oh, no, I don't want to do mindfulness anymore. But I promise you, I promise it does help. Mindfulness is all about being in the present moment and not looking towards and worrying about the future, not dwelling or looking back on the past, but just living in the very present moment and being at one with the breath and also just acknowledging how you're feeling, acknowledging your thoughts, but not thinking about them, if that makes sense. So for example, I remember this um, visualization that I was taught about seeing leaves on a stream and watching the leaves go by and letting them carry on down the stream as they pass you rather than picking them out of the stream and examining them in detail, just letting them float by. And if that sounds like a load of shit to you, then that's fine. Um, There's plenty of other mindfulness techniques. For example, you can mindfully walk, you can mindfully do some washing up, you can mindfully brush your teeth. It's all about focusing on the present moment and the present activity and your breath and not thinking of all the other shit just what is going on right there in the present moment and the more you practice it the easier it does get and the more you practice also you'll see the benefits of being able to switch into that mindset 
And if you would like more information on mindfulness, I will talk more about it from my perspective. But there are plenty of apps and TED Talks, you know, you name it. There's plenty about mindfulness out there. And one of my favourite apps is Headspace. Um, He does guided meditations. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who was the founder of Headspace, but Andy, I think his name is. He sounds like a solid guy, like the sound of his voice. And um, yeah, Headspace is a really good guided meditation app, mindfulness meditation. And there's some really good animations and things explaining the process. And if you have tried it before and didn't like it, maybe try it again because we've got to try everything we can at the moment. And if we don't give it our full attention and a full go, who knows, it could be the thing that helps you. It's all trial and error, Um, especially when you have a mental illness. It's all about trial and error. Uh, In all, all, all parts of recovery, it's trial and error. For example, with medication, you don't always find the right medication straight away. You usually have to try, you know, maybe three different antidepressants, switch an antipsychotic, add in a stabiliser. You know, you get the idea. It's all about trial and error and it's a long journey, but it is worth it once you get towards the um, the light, as some may say. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And if you would like more positive quotes I've got plenty and if you don't that's fine I actually wrote a blog post on cushy.org plug in that that's the site for this podcast if you didn't know already you can search cushy.org and there's plenty of helplines and support on there and some blog posts and I actually wrote a blog post about starting recovery and one of the things I said is how you've got to have this drive and want to recover no one can force you to recover No one can force you to trial all these different techniques and skills. You've got to want it yourself. You've got to want to change. And recovery is for you if you would like to change your current situation. If you're not happy with all the symptoms you're suffering with. Or maybe you just, you want it all to stop. Well, recovery is for you. You don't need to take drastic measures and by ending your life or anything like that. If you needed to hear that today... You don't need to end your life. If you want things to be different and over and change, you can be, and some people like to call it be reborn, um, end your life of suffering and start a new one in recovery. Um, you can get rid of yourself if you don't like yourself, but not not literally or physically, okay? So I thought I would read a little bit of the post I wrote in case you don't want to go on cushy.org. Um, if you want to change your present symptoms, behaviours and beliefs for the better, then recovery is for you. In the dictionary, recovery is described as a restoration to a former or better condition. Personally, I think when it comes to recovery from mental illness, there is no going back to your former self. It's all about becoming a new person. I think one of the first steps taken to begin recovery is accepting that life will be different and accepting you have an illness. And we're not returning to our previous lives before illness. We're becoming someone who is equipped with skills to cope and thrive in a whole new way. We can't undo what we've been through or live as we used to. We need to concentrate on finding new ways to get what we want out of life. So what I'm trying to say is, is I believe that recovery is for everyone. No one is too ill for recovery. And it can't, it really can't, I can't stress this enough. It can't be forced upon you. 
I was in therapy myself and in mental health services for a couple of years before I finally thought, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to recover. And finding that motivation was really hard as I was very unwell. But once I thought, okay, I'm going to try and listen to what these people are saying, how they're trying to help me, I stopped resisting in a way. You've just got to let go of that angst and anger, which probably didn't help because I was a teenage girl. But you've got to get rid of that kind of stubborn attitude and self-pride and thinking that, oh, this is all this, this is all that. When really, you should just be absorbing it all. You should be a sponge when it comes to therapy. You should absorb everything you're told and you can sort through it later and decide what's for you and what's not for you. But at the beginning, you should really be soaking up all the skills you can and just going with it, riding that wave. I keep talking about riding the wave, but I really like that analogy. Now, something that can help you ride the wave is self-soothe practices, which is similar to self-care practices. And if you didn't know what self-care practices are, for example, it's just making sure all your needs, your basic needs are met. So showering, uh, washing your clothes, um, sleeping, eating, exercising, just doing the little things for your basic hygiene and needs. And you can go and make that as elaborate as you want. So for some people, self-care means doing their whole skincare routine, whereas self-care for someone else, maybe just brushing their teeth. That's what they can manage. So it's all relative and you can all go at your own pace. I can't stress that enough. Recovery only happens at your own pace. Everyone is different. So try not to compare yourself to other people, even those with similar illnesses and in recovery as well. You just recover at different rates and this is a very personal journey which I think a lot of people forget and probably because with a lot of mental health services they try and put you in a box and give everyone the same tools when everyone's different. So you've just got to take everything in, absorb it all in and sort out which is for you and what's not for you and take it at your own pace. And I went on a bit of a tangent. Right, (laughs) self-soothing. Self-soothing, we use the five senses. So we have vision, hearing, smell, taste and touch and I thought an interesting way I could talk about how we soothe ourselves with the five senses rather than just reading off a worksheet or something you can find on the internet I would talk about my personal like preferences so maybe it gives you some ideas so I'm going to talk about a favourite thing that I do uh, to do with vision, a favourite favourite activity of the week to do with hearing, smell, taste, touch, you get it? So I thought I would just, yeah, just discuss a few things I've been doing. So for vision, I love nature and I live by the sea and very luckily next to a very nice park. So for me, visually, I like to go out and just look at nature, just look at the trees and It's known that sea air and fresh air, parks, green space do so much for our mental well-being. And I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to look at a tree. Well, think about what you would like to look at. 
So for example, some people would prefer going into town and looking at certain architecture, maybe. Or maybe you want to go to an art gallery. I know that we can't do some of these things at the moment, so you've got to get creative. So my own personal goal is to get out at least once a day and go and see some nice nature spots. Uh, With the lockdown, we're only allowed out um, for exercise. So I will be walking as I can't run. I wish I could run. I downloaded Strava and everything, but I smoke. I do find it challenging. So it's important to realise, you know, not like set goals too high for yourself because there's no point setting goals if you can't reach them and you know deep down you can't reach I like to set one goal at a time and make it quite achievable quite quickly so you get that instant gratification of, yes, I can do this. Um, So for me, I decided walking as that was more achievable and also yoga I've been loving yoga recently. I've been following yoga with Adrian's 30 days of yoga. She has different playlists and videos and it's all free and she's amazing. Uh, Her name is Yoga with Adrian. Her name's Adrian Louise on Instagram and I'll probably leave a link somewhere. I don't really know how SoundCloud works but I'll figure out how you leave some links to things I talk about in there and yeah so that's what I've been enjoying visually and now for taste what have I been liking taste wise well for me baking uh I've finally got into baking again I used to bake a lot back in the day when I was about 16 17 uh when I was manic because I have um bipolar disorder I don't know if I've already said that or not um when I was manic I used to bake at like three in the morning making ridiculous inventions like salt cakes and things that were just never going to happen. But yeah, I've started recently, in the past week, I've baked some muffins, some very nice lemon muffins. And uh, my boyfriend baked some bread and we want to bake some brownies. And yeah, we just want to get baking again. So I'm really into baking. I find it very therapeutic. And yeah, just the smell of the baked good, uh, the taste of the baked good, uh, licking the bowl, you know, I love it all. Now, my favourite smell at the moment, to do with smell, is candles. I've always loved candles. I'm a bit of a, what would you say, a candle connoisseur? I can never say that word. (laughs) I've tried a lot of different candles and my favourites tend to be Yankee candles um, I recently found a big jar of Summer Scoop by Yankee Candle and oh, it smells so good. The smell can really ground you. If it's a smell that you like, um, it can ground you and remind you of where you are. Um, as a lot of people struggle with not knowing where they are and unfortunately having things like flashbacks, but the smell can really bring you back and what haven't I talked about? I've, I've done I've done taste, I've done smell, done visuals. Oh yeah, hearing, sound. Now, one of the things is podcasts. That's one of the reasons I started even creating this podcast. It's because I use it as a self-soothing technique. I like to hear people chatting away in the background. 
if I'm alone especially, it's quite comforting to hear other people's voices and I know we're all stuck inside at the moment so sometimes just hearing other people's voices is good for us. But I wanted to talk about a music favourite as music has saved my life and I don't even shy away from saying that music has saved my life um when I've been hearing voices especially um it's been difficult to block that out and music is one of the only things that can block that out for me as well as bringing me back to a present moment as well certain songs can bring me back and it's very powerful and I wanted to talk about a few of my favorite tracks from this week and the first one I opened this podcast with and it's Bittersweet by Leanne Le Havis. Leanne Le Havis's voice, oh, it's like just floating on a cloud basically and if you don't know who Leanne Le Havis is I would really check out her music. She's very soul, folk, jazzy, I don't know how else to describe music, I'm really bad at describing music, I need to get better at that, I I can work on that. But it's a perfect song for just relaxing and a lot of my music is very laid back and chilled out but sometimes I do like to listen to music that gets the blood pumping, you know, gets some emotion out of you as it's quite a release to release that emotion through music and for example I've really been enjoying Fiona Apple's new album, I don't know if you know who Fiona Apple is Um, but she expresses her struggles with mental illness and life in a beautiful way. Um, It's not for everyone, I'll put it out there. It's very um, aggressive in a certain way. Um, It can make you feel quite uncomfortable. Her voice can be quite shouty and, but it's so raw and I love Fiona Apple. I think she's an amazing songwriter. And yeah, she's she's released a new album called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And I'll let you uh, make up your own mind about whether you like it or not. But I just thought I would mention that. And then moving on lastly, Touch. So I am a big fan of blankets, fluffy blankets to be precise. And just running your hands along the blanket is so comforting and if you have pets I'm so jealous of you um my dog is at my parents house at the moment and I would love to just stroke my dog because I think pet therapy is definitely legit uh when my dog Luna was with me down here it was oh it was so good but for now I have to make do with blankets and that's okay (laughs) um but also I wanted to mention weighted blankets as I know a few of my friends that I've come, like, you know, made through therapy and hospital admissions and things, they swear by weighted blankets and it just makes you feel safe and, like, it's basically a blanket with weights in it. So you can go online and have a little Google. If you're interested, they have different weights for depending on your own body weight and height and what size you want so I hope that's been interesting and maybe given you some of your own ideas of self-soothing activities and self-soothe is from one of my favorite modules in um, dialectical behavior therapy I had when I was a teenager 
and it's from the module Distress Tolerance, which you can also Google, or maybe I'll talk more about, maybe I'll do a whole blog post on Kushti about self-soothe. I think that's what I'm going to do after I finish recording this. And I also will do a little guide to COVID dealing with COVID-19 as well. And if you like this, let me know if you would like more. And yeah, thank you for listening. If you've made it to this point in the podcast, thank you for listening and taking some time out of your busy day or maybe your not so busy day. I hope this is making you think about recovery if you're not in recovery already. And yeah, I just want to also say that if you have any questions, then please send them my way as I would love to at the end of each episode answer your questions I will answer anything mental illness related or maybe you just want to ask a personal question I don't know just send your questions my way and I'll do my best to answer maybe give you a bit of advice but obviously take my advice with a pinch of salt as is my own opinion as I said I'm not professional just want to keep saying so that's episode one and episode two will be out next week I'm planning to release each episode every Sunday evening so we can get into a little routine as routine is really important um, for looking after your mental health and yeah I hope you enjoyed and got something out of it I know that this isn't for everyone but maybe even if you don't have a mental illness this was helpful and gave you some insight into what it is like and I think we all have mental health every single person has mental health And if we don't look after our mental health, it can develop into a mental illness. So yeah, look after yourself and look out for each other. And I will be back next week.